The following segment is sponsored by Daniel A. White and Associates. It does not necessarily reflect the views of WDEL or Forever Media. Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. So we've been talking about possible recession really for months, and now there are reports of all these businesses saying, yeah, we're, uh, we're looking to hire more and more people, and yet when they talk to economists, whether they're in their own huge corporations or those who are over at, let's say, uh, like Moody Analytics or something like that, they're thinking, hmm, uh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And they are actually rescinding so many uh, job offers as well. So we see a, a June jobs report that looks good with numbers, better than expected. Uh, 375,000 uh, new jobs, I, I think. However, that might not be good news for inflation. And let's get to Dan White. Dan's been through this for decades. He's a financial planner specializing in retirement income. And in fact, if uh, we do have a recession coming and it does hit you, then you gotta make some decisions to make. Uh, if you're at retirement age, do you take a lump sum? Do you roll it over? Well, Dan's the guy to talk to about this. I, at Dan White and Associates. Dan, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me, Rick. Yeah, I know you want to talk about taking lump sums versus rollovers and things like that in a number of, of different arenas. Uh, my focus, probably not yours in this conversation, but you know, you're you're pretty uh, flexible in talking about these things because you're an expert. But my focus was, gosh, uh, what if we do hit a recession? What if somebody is still working? They're 65, 67 years old, and uh, and and what do they do? Uh, what's what's the angle you want to come from on this? Well, it's kind of interesting, I, you know, when you say, you know, if we hit a recession, I don't think if is in the equation anymore. I think it's just a matter of when. Um, you know, as you said, the inflation numbers came out today, and they were 9.1%. We haven't seen this since the, you know, the early part of 1980, 81, somewhere in that range. And with economic uncertainty increasing, what we're seeing in the marketplace is more companies that did at one point have defined benefit Pension plans will likely attempt to improve their bottom line by offering people a lump sum buyout. And a lump sum buyout is just a one-time cash payment, and they say, hey, you no longer have a pension, we're going to just give you a lump sum. So this is often offered to participants who are near retirement age, but we've even seen plans offered to people that were already receiving pension checks. And deciding whether to accept a lump sum is a very important decision that you should shouldn't make without consulting with somebody. I just want to point out several factors that you need to look at. The way they calculate these lump sums is based upon interest rates. It's usually uh, an assumption they make about interest rates, and the lower the interest rate assumption, the higher the amount of the lump sum. But what are we seeing now? We're seeing interest rates going up pretty quickly, and I think this, this inflation number will just uh, prompt the Fed to probably go up another three-quarters of a point at the end of this month, it may be a good time to seriously consider locking in a lump sum instead of waiting for a later buyout window when rates could be higher and your lump sum could be lower. Well, let me ask you a question about that because you, know, you look at the markets, we talk about volatility all the time, and if you are at retirement age and, and you see this dramatic drop in the market right now, knowing full well uh, it'll likely come back five years, ten years, something we don't really know about time, but it, but it will. Uh, would it really be be better to take that lump sum out and and invest it, or or do what with it? 
Well, you have to you have to look at it from this standpoint, Rick. I mean, what what's the alternative to that? It's it's a monthly payout. It's a well, yeah, it's a pension. It's it's an annuity. Yeah, is what it is. Yeah. And what we'd say is again, you got to look at the, you got to do a break even analysis. But a lot of times, you know, if it's going to take you fifteen to eighteen years to recoup the amount of the lump sum, then by all means, I think people ought to consider taking a lump sum out. And if you don't want to risk it. In the marketplace, you set up your own annuity, your own pension, and you can stre- and you can uh, uh, situate it where if you die, because the difference between a pension from the company is if you die, they keep the money. Yeah. If you structure it your own way, you could name a beneficiary and have them get some of the uh, some of the residual value. And, and by the way, I'll have folks through. know that Dan, you and I had this conversation a few years ago. I worked for a different company, and they were ending uh, their defined benefit, their their pension, if you will. And and I looked at the monthly benefit and I thought, oh, geez, uh, do I really want to do this? And and I did that. And it basically was based on your advice. And I want to thank you because yep. I took the lump sum. Um, and in those days, the market was doing uh, pretty darn well. We're talking like, you know, post-2010. And so, um, and I did. I invested it and I did a lot better. In fact, if I took that money now and put it into an annuity and, and advertised that, then I would be getting more money per month than had I taken the uh, the, the pension monthly payout yep. in the beginning. So yeah, it was good advice. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing you got to consider is is your health. You know, the amount of lump sum is usually based on average life expectancies. So if you think you know for you know you think you're swimming in the good side of the gene pool and you're going <laughs> to live a long time, yeah. <laughs> you might want to consider passing up the lump sum or, or obviously setting up an annuity on your own. But if you're facing medical issues and you don't think, you know, you're you're even going to hit that break-even period, then by all means the buyout may be the way to go. Another thing you got to consider is how financially secure is the employer and the plan. You know, if your employer goes out of business with a pension plan that doesn't have enough funds to pay those benefits, your future and existing payments could be reduced. That's also a factor that would favor taking a lump sum. Let me uh, let me interrupt you right right there as well, Dan. Uh, just because yeah. I like to, for no other reason. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. remember you and I were talking. You're good at it. Yeah, I know. And you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dan. You know how some people say I hate to interrupt. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, right. So, no, I'm reminded that, dude, you and I were talking about this in 2008. And, and folks, I want to let you know that I've known Dan for many, many years, and he's been spot on. Spot, and, and I do a lot of research and read a lot of different people, and a lot of them are not spot on. But Dan, he really is. So we go back to the recession, the Great Recession, 2008, 2010, yep. around in there. And, and I want to remind people that you and I were talking about this, and there were municipalities. First of all, I discovered a couple of small towns, municipalities in New Jersey. And then you, Dan, said, oh, Rick, there's places in California and other where yeah. they had... The iceberg. Yes, where what they were doing is they were canceling their pension and health benefit payments to retired employees, saying, we're bankrupt, we're in a, we're in a recession, we can't pay. It's like... Good Lord. I mean, can they even really do that? Just say, oh, we're not going to pay anymore. So if people think that what you're saying isn't possible, understand. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Yeah. It, it already happened. All right, I'm, I'm done with yeah. my rant. Yeah, we, um, we've seen it with the airlines. Uh, in this area, we saw it with the steel companies, you know, Bethlehem Steel and Lucan Steel and the whole nine yards. Now, you do have a backtrap, but you do have the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp. 
Uh, but they're, 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 again, it's the federal government. The federal, we know the federal government's $30, $31 trillion in the hole. So yeah. I wouldn't count on that as well. The other thing to consider, two other things, if you're married, <laughs> you got to get your spouse to agree. Yeah. Because you can't take the lump sum without having your spouse sign off on, on relinquishing that survivor benefit on the pension. So you got to get, uh, you got to get the spouse on board as well. And then the other thing to consider is be honest with yourself. You may not be the type of person who, if you got a large lump sum of money, you know, you might, you might go through it rather quickly. So, um, you have to get some good advice. You don't want to, you don't want to take a lump sum, put it in the stock market, lose half of it, go on a nice vacation. Next thing you know, you don't have any retirement. So just a few things to consider when you're, when you're looking at a lump sum offer. Exactly. And if we're heading into a recession, like you said, we are, there'd be more and more companies saying, yep, we can't do this anymore. Uh, I got a specific question about this. So you were talking about the federal uh, guarantees on pensions, and we are yep. trillions of dollars in debt. Obviously, they can change it if they want to. However, when it comes to annuities, and you mentioned annuities, uh, and I've got one, and, and I thank you very much, very, very happy. When it comes to annuities, though, as I understand, there is a $250,000 guarantee uh, if the if the company goes into receivership or bankrupt, if you like, but they go into receivership, then uh, that death benefit, even your income, is guaranteed by the state of Delaware and or Pennsylvania at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is that right? Yeah, it varies by state. It's two fifty three hundred. Um, it's the it's the Life and Health Insurance Guarantee Association. Every state has them. But one thing you got to consider as well. So you're talking about the PBGC, which is run by the federal government. We all know the woes that the federal government is having. When you're dealing with an insurance company, take a look at their balance sheet. You know, they're going to have maybe $60 billion in assets and $55 billion of liabilities. They're $5 billion, you know, in the black. Yeah. So, you know, the odds of an insurance company going out of business are very, very small. Uh, the odds of a pension, uh, a, a company pension, you know, most of them are woefully underfunded. Uh, the odds of that are much higher of going out of business. So, again, these are factors that might favor taking a lump sum. Well, and the good news is that when these insurance companies, uh, quote, unquote, go under, they go into receivership and another company buys them. And there have been a number, exactly. of, yeah, a number of different situations like that. I remember Executive Life. They're into uh, yeah. these junk bonds, uh, Shenandoah down the road there in Virginia. Uh, they too, they're, they're now with another company. So the people get paid, they get their money. But it, it's interesting to me, if it's $250,000, um, technically, does that mean that let's say, uh, you get a lump sum and I'm just going to pretend it's like $500,000. So you can put that in two different companies and, and yeah. each one is guaranteed at 250 and you don't have to worry about losing the money if it is in a state, uh, insurance guaranteed fund like that. Is that right? Absolutely correct. Yeah, you yeah. can spread it out among. And I, we've actually had clients do that. You know, clients come in, they want to, they want to work with a million dollars or something. We might put them in three or four different companies. Although, like I said, the odds, the odds of a insurance company going belly up are very small. You have to weigh the the advantages and disadvantages of. Do I want to go with maybe an inferior product, but just to put it with a different company, or do I want the best product and not worry about the you know, the liability issues. So. Always great knowledge, great advice. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad I'm a client. I really am. Dan White and Associates. Uh, you can reach him at 888-690-8820. I got him on speed dial. I always have dumb questions. 888-690-8820. Uh, Glenn Mills right over the border there on Route 202, also down in Middletown. Plus, Dan, you host On the Money, Sunday mornings, 7 o'clock. What's on the show this weekend? 
Uh, it's hard to believe, Rick, but we're going to be talking about inflation. Go figure. Oh, my God. Um, you know, what? Well, you know, inflation and what can you do about inflation with your retirement money? So it's a very timely factor. We're all worried about inflation. So give you some strategies to deal with that on Sunday morning. All right. A cup of coffee, bagel, and I'm in Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday morning at 7 o'clock, Dan White. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Go Phils. Go Phils. All right, buddy. Have a great day, Rick. Yeah, we, we don't even say goodbye anymore. Just go Phils.